It's week 37 of A Year of Wisdom. Let's get to reading. Day 259. Job 19 and 20. Then Job answered, How long will you torment me and crush me with your words? Ten times now you have reproached me. Even if I have truly gone astray, my error concerns me alone. If indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and use my disgrace against me, then understand that it is God who has wronged me and drawn his net around me. Though I cry out, Violence! I get no response. Though I call for help, there's no justice. He's blocked my way so I cannot pass. He's veiled my paths with darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down on every side until I'm gone. He uproots my hope like a tree. His anger burns against me, and he counts me among his enemies. His troops advance together. They construct a ramp against me and encamp around my tent. He has removed my brothers from me. My acquaintances have abandoned me. My kinsmen have failed me, and my friends have forgotten me. My guests and my maid servants count me as a stranger. I'm a foreigner in their sight. I call for my servant, but he does not answer, though I implore him with my own mouth. My breath is repulsive to my wife, and I am loathsome to my own family. Even little boys scorn me. When I appear, they deride me. All my best friends despise me, and those I love have turned against me. My skin and flesh cling to my bones. I have escaped by the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me, my friends. Have pity, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? I wish that my words were recorded and inscribed in a book by an iron stylus on lead or chiseled in stone forever. But I know that my Redeemer lives, and in the end he will stand upon the earth. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I will see him for myself. My eyes will behold him and not as a stranger. How my heart yearns within me. If you say, let us persecute him, since the root of the matter lies with him, then you should fear the sword yourselves, because wrath brings punishment by the sword, so that you may know there is a judgment. Then, so far, the Naamathite replied, So my anxious thoughts compel me to answer, because of the turmoil within me. I have heard a rebuke that insults me, and my understanding prompts a reply. Do you not know that from antiquity, since man was placed on the earth, the triumph of the wicked has been brief, and the joy of the godless momentary? Though his arrogance reaches the heavens and his head touches the clouds, he will perish forever like his own dung. Those who had seen him will ask, where is he? He will fly away like a dream, never to be found. He will be chased away like a vision in the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more, and his place will no longer behold him. His sons will seek the favor of the poor, for his own hands must return his wealth. The youthful vigor that fills his bones will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth, and he conceals it under his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and keeps it in his mouth, Yet in his stomach his food sours into the venom of cobras within him. He swallows wealth but vomits it out. 
God will force it from his stomach. He will suck the poison of cobras. The fangs of a viper will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. He must return the fruit of his labor without consuming it. He cannot enjoy the profits of his trading. For he has oppressed and forsaken the poor. He has seized houses he did not build. Because his appetite is never satisfied, he cannot escape with his treasure. Nothing is left for him to consume, thus his prosperity will not endure. In the midst of his plenty, he will be distressed. The full force of misery will come upon him. When he has filled his stomach, God will vent his fury upon him, raining it down on him as he eats. Though he flees from an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow will pierce him. It is drawn out of his back, the gleaming point from his liver. Terrors come over him. Total darkness is reserved for his treasures. A fire unfanned will consume him and devour what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his iniquity and the earth will rise up against him. The possessions of his house will be removed, flowing away on the day of God's wrath. This is the wicked man's portion from God, the inheritance God has appointed him. Proverbs 16 the plans of the heart belong to man, but the reply of the tongue is from the Lord. All a man's ways are pure in his own eyes, but his motives are weighed out by the Lord. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be achieved. The Lord has made everything for his purpose, even the wicked for the day of disaster. Everyone who is proud in heart is detestable to the Lord. Be assured that he will not go unpunished. By loving devotion and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for, and by the fear of the Lord, one turns aside from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even the man's enemies live at peace with him. Better a little with righteousness than great gain with injustice. A man's heart plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. A divine verdict is on the lips of a king. His mouth must not betray justice. Honest scales and balances are from the Lord. All the weights in the bag are his concern. Wicked behavior is detestable to kings, for a throne is established through righteousness. Righteous lips are a king's delight, and he who speaks honestly is beloved. The wrath of a king is a messenger of death, but a wise man will pacify it. When a king's face brightens, there's life. His favor is like a rain cloud in the spring. How much better to acquire wisdom than gold? To gain understanding is more desirable than silver. The highway of the upright leads away from evil. He who guards his way protects his life. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be lowly in spirit among the humble than to divide the spoil with the proud. Whoever heeds instruction will find success and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. The wise in heart are called discerning, and pleasant speech promotes instruction. Understanding is a fountain of life to its possessor, but the discipline of fools is folly. The heart of the wise man instructs his mouth and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. 
A worker's appetite works for him because his hunger drives him onward. A worthless man digs up evil and his speech is like a scorching fire. A perverse man spreads dissension and a gossip divides close friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leads him down a path that is not good. He who winks his eye devises perversity. He who purses his lips is bent on evil. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is attained along the path of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than a warrior, and he who controls his temper is greater than one who captures a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. And as always, thank you so much for being here today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button right there, and I will I see you tomorrow. Maranatha, you'll carry me out of the storm. I'm standing at the crossroads, I'm lost without a clue. I need a big pink neon sign to show me what to do. I thank you, Lord, it glorifies you when you're the only answer. I praise you, Lord. Holding what's too much for me And I'm amazed by you, Lord Because nothing's too big and nothing's too small to lay at your feet